Hi, this is Eve Decker. Welcome to my podcast, Loved, Mindful and Musical Perspectives on Daily Life. Episode 14, The Value of Gratitude. Several times a week, I have an email exchange with my friend Leanne. Our email is always titled, Gratitude. The content of the email is a simple list of what we're each grateful for that day. There are always many things in a day, including challenging things, but this email is only to list the things we're grateful for. Why do we continue with this email exchange week after week, year after year? Because intentional gratitude practice is strongly associated with joy. Joy is an uplifting energy for both the heart and the mind. When we're feeling joyful, our sorrows and concerns fade, if only for the moment. When we're bogged down by the challenges and hardships of life, joy can replenish us. Joy has a quality of restoring and renewing. Recently in one of my classes, One of my students said that she spent half of that day walking in nature because she really needed a reset. This is an example of how we intuitively know that it's joy that fills our gas tank. When life depletes us, we can feel up against a wall, all out of a sense of spaciousness or resilience. Practicing joy is a crucial resource to restore well-being. And practicing joy doesn't mean that we're denying or minimizing sorrow. Joy and sorrow can coexist. Joy is simply an essential and very nourishing part of life. But we evolved with minds that are predisposed to focus on problems. The psychological term for this tendency is the negativity bias. Psychologist Rick Hansen has described our minds as Velcro for bad experiences and Teflon for good ones. Because of negativity bias, we need to intentionally pay attention to positive experiences in order to have a realistic picture of our lives and not be in a state of constant depletion from focusing on problems. We need conscious practices to deepen our awareness of joy. Gratitude is one of these practices. In Latin, the word gratias means both grace and gratitude. Francis of Assisi taught that grace is always coming toward us and that the practice of gratitude is how we open our hearts and our lives to that divine gift. Gratitude simply means appreciating the good things that life has given us. We focus on what we have or have in the moment that's good. We begin to let go of the painful human tendency to always want what we don't have and instead direct our attention to what's already in our lives that we're glad about. Zen master Thich Nhat Hanh once quipped, be grateful for your non-toothache. There are many things to be grateful for if we begin to look for them. But we do need to look We can't take gratitude for granted. Research professor and author Dr. Brene Brown writes, After spending countless hours collecting stories about joy and gratitude, a powerful pattern emerged. Without exception, every person I interviewed who described living a joyful life or described themselves as joyful 
actively practiced gratitude and attributed their joyfulness to their gratitude practice. Unquote. Research on gratitude practice suggests the following important returns on the gratitude investment. Stronger relationships, increased physical well-being, enhanced emotional well-being, expanded productivity and creativity, enhanced management skills, and improved work environments. Psychologist Rick Hansen states, quote, when we intentionally tilt toward absorbing the good, instead of positive experiences washing through you like water through a sieve, they'll collect an implicit memory deep down in your brain, unquote. In other words, over time, with an intentional gratitude practice, how we perceive our very lives can change. We're more aware of the good that's a part of our lives and have more resilience to manage the tough stuff. In addition to my gratitude email exchange with Leanne, my partner and I often share what we're grateful for when we walk together or before going to sleep. I also practice and teach counting things you're grateful for on your 10 fingers, particularly when tired and it's hard to focus. Whatever gratitude practice you choose, may it support you in ease and well-being. This is my version of a chant by Laura Fannin called My Grateful Heart. If you like, you can reflect on things you're grateful for as you listen to the song. I hope it supports your sense of joy. My grateful
This podcast was produced, recorded, and edited by my brother, Ben Decker. For information about individual or group Dharma coaching sessions, classes, and live concerts, go to my website, evedecker.com. There, you can also buy and download music from any of my five albums. Thank you for listening to my podcast, Loved. We are love, we are love.